Good morning. Good good morning. Um, here we are, the Obvious Brothers. I'm Obvious Steve. This is Obvious John. Wow. Way to go, John. We're, we're, we're recording early this morning, people, and uh, Obvious Steve is not really ready. Uh, I don't know how John's doing, but let me start with this warm-up, John. How's dry January going? <laughs> I don't do dry January. Uh, okay, so still not still not doing dry January even on the twenty fourth, huh? That's correct. That'd only be a week, John. I start. I am going to do a modified version. I start on the twenty sixth. Is that right? And okay. I end on the February twenty sixth. What, what what what's going on? Has just a deal that uh, I made with Taylor. She wanted to. See if I, she didn't think I could do it. I told her I could. Oh, wow. Kids, kids just hurt you, don't they, man? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so John, last week we didn't talk about my new desk calendar. And uh, today's, uh, today's uh, whatever sheet is, is worth uh, putting out there in the world. So I hope you're ready for this, John. Bring it. Okay. There's no need to repeat yourself. I ignored you just fine the first time. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And for those of you who missed it, uh, my wife uh, surprised me with uh, one of those little peel-off day-by-day day calendars, and it's a uh, oh Lord, what what's it called? It's an it's an anti-happiness <laughs> calendar. Yeah, basically, it's the Steve Hicks calendar. No, no, that's no, no, no. Don't don't be saying stuff like that. Oh, the, the weekend, the weekend one is pretty is is just plain deep, John. Yeah, you ready for? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, my life is like when you're holding your laundry and a sock falls, and you go to pick it up, and two more fall, and eventually everything is on the floor. <laughs> That's that's harsh. Man. Yeah, that's that's. I told you it was deep, John. So so, John, uh, we I don't know what we did last week, John, and uh, I think I even listened to the podcast. I might have been the only one, but uh, we didn't talk about movies we went to see the week before, and we both saw something good. So let's, if you can dig into your memory banks and remember that far back, uh, you went and saw Ford versus Ferrari. You want to tell our listeners uh, all about it? Yeah, it, it was. It's a great movie. It's. Um, I learned a lot about that movie, or at least about um, Carol Shelby. Uh, and I didn't realize that, uh, you know, the other guy who played by Christian Bale, and I can't think of his name right now, uh, had such a integral part, such a hand in, in the development of the of the Shelby GT40 for uh, Ford. It was uh, pretty cool. Really cool. Ken, Ken Miles, yeah. Ken, Mr. Miles, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, here I, I listen to the Pop Culture uh, Happy Hour uh, podcast, and this week they, they were reviewing this movie, John, <coughs> and I, I agreed with this. They, they were surprised, somebody voiced the surprise that it's Bale who has gotten nominated for all these awards for the movie, and Damon hasn't gotten any. Yeah, I know. I think I said it when, when we talked about it after I saw it. I, I thought Damon was better in a movie than Bale was. What, what do you, do you, what's your take on that? 
I don't know if I would say he was better. Um, I thought they were both really excellent. Uh, so I guess I could give a leg up to Damon. Um, you know, he played with an accent and he played the character so coolly and effortlessly. And, um, you know, I thought they both had some really good lines in the movie and they both, they both acted extremely well. Well, this person's point was Christian Bale played Christian Bale, the, the, uh, the downtrodden artist uh, rebelling with the edge, rebelling against the world uh, with an English accent, no less. So um, that's it was fair. Not, was not a big stretch for him where uh, Damon has to play this outsized uh, Texas charmer who can, you know, talk his way through everything. So I thought it was a bigger stretch for, for uh, Damon than it was for Bale. I, I could see that argument. Yeah. All right. Well, I went and saw 1917, and, and it's quite good, too. I, I, I recommend it. Uh, I, in fact, if you've already seen Knives Out, you should go see it, because I think Knives Out is, is more fun. But, uh, boy, uh, bring, bring your intensity, John. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can see you're going, it. You're, you're going to you're uh, live in fear of being shot constantly, so... Uh, or bombed or you know something uh, well at one point yeah there's even a tripwire so uh whoops sorry spoiler um <laughs> so yes uh very very well done and just uh there are all kinds of technical things you and i could try and talk about in terms of these two movies but the trick um of 1917 is uh it's known as single shot technique it's kind of, I don't know if it's a handheld camera, but the effect is it constantly follows uh, all the way. And if you've seen the, the previews, you know, you know the, what's going on. They're told to go across uh, the lines in 1917 to deliver a message and save 1,500 uh, you know, British uh, troops who are about to charge and they shouldn't. So uh, they have to cross all this territory that is very dangerous. So, but uh, there's one, uh, essentially the notion is there's one camera shot that follows them all the time. So you're all, you know, you don't get any views from above or, you know, you don't get any angle shots. Uh, so it's pretty, you kind of, the whole movie pretty much is from over their shoulder hmm. and uh, it, it, it's pretty intense. Yeah. And, uh, there are a couple surprises. I, I won't give things away, but uh, and the guy George Mackay, who uh, doesn't get a lot of credit as uh, the actor in this, the, the star, uh, is quite good. And uh, because of the way it's shot, he's he doesn't say a lot, but his facial expressions uh, give quite a bit away. Even though clearly he's trying to be be a good Brit with a stiff upper lip and not let anything bother him, right? But uh, yeah, there's not a lot of dialogue in this movie at all, is there? No, not not a lot. No, and uh, you know, there, there's uh, occasional bits of German and French uh, that nobody understands, and uh, you know, fake their way through. But uh, yeah, uh, a few few really good little bits of technique there, but uh, very very intense. Right, so. A couple of good movies for you to get out in these wintry days and to the uh, multiplex and see. 
Uh, Ford versus Ferrari is kind of running to the end of its rope, I think, in terms of running. But yeah, 1917 only hit theaters in the last couple of weeks uh, after and, opening in appropriate places to get nominations for stuff uh, in, in December. Yeah. I went and saw a movie that will not be nominated for any Oscars uh, oh, last weekend. Right. I went and saw Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. Bad okay, boys, go, bad boys. go ahead. Kill, what you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what you'd expect it to be. I mean, Will Smith, and you know, they're, it's hilarious. It's, it's got a lot of good funny scenes in it, and it's got good uh, unrealistic action. And uh, Yeah. You, you mean and, they keep shooting down hand, helicopters with handguns? Uh, something, something like that, yeah. 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 That, that seems to be... Kind of, kind of part of the running joke in the movie is uh, where the helicopters keep coming from. So, yep. And I, I did not notice any of them carrying anything bigger than a handgun. So, I, I guess despite despite what our, our military does, I guess you can take out helicopters with handguns. Who knew? It? Yeah. Yeah, with a nine millimeter. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, so, so you had fun. You. you uh, yeah, it was it was definitely entertaining. It you know if, if you're going in there expecting some. Uh, some moving uh, Oscar nominated movie, yeah. then that's not the movie for you. But if you're looking you, you for went, a good you time, went in, you went in, you went into the wrong movie. If you, uh, yeah. for and, and, and for all our listeners who, who aren't aware of this, uh, John's going, cause he's a big Will Smith fan because uh, he has been teased for years that he looks a lot like Will Smith. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Except, except for the ears, right? My ears aren't yeah. quite as big. No, there you go. So there you go. I got to put that in the title. Will Smith's ears. Uh, yeah, we, we went, we went big. Uh, uh, <laughs> <pun> <laughs> yeah, true. There you go. So John, uh, in a, this is a horrible weekend when we, uh, go through NFL withdrawal and, uh, start Just having to start sports, having, uh, sports withdrawal in general. Well, there will be a lot of, there'll be a lot of college basketball games to, but uh, not too many people can sit through a quad, uh, quadruple header uh, of basketball games to, to fill in their day. So, um, so how, are your hands shaking? Are you trembling a little bit, John? Are yeah, you go and make it. I think I'll make it. But uh, make it. yeah, the college hoops. I agree about sitting through. You know back-to-back-to-back games it's tough for me to sit through one game right now I just I think the quality of the play in college basketball this year is is really just not very good not very good at all okay I don't know if it's just an off year and talent I know a lot of you know obviously a lot of players went to the to the draft early last year and maybe this is just a just a one of those down years in in talent I'm not sure well, John, I actually I was trying to segue into the NFL, John. But okay. There you go. So, so we'll put this on the back burner, but uh, but I won't remember if I wait till later, John. I, have you forgotten they moved the three point line? Yeah, I, I mean, no, but I know that's true, and that seems to be causing a problem. It doesn't mean you still have to try and shoot forty three pointers every game. Yeah. Well, they they still do. And and I I heard somebody well I listened to a basketball podcast so I'm sure I, that's where I heard it college basketball podcast and I think the number was like it's somewhere five to seven percent down on the shooting percentage from threes 
this year. So um, what you're saying is true. Uh, I don't think they've started taking fewer threes. And uh, I think uh, they, they shoot them more poorly. And I'm not sure it's really opened the court up a lot. So uh, no, no, it isn't. Uh, all right. So let's, let's get back Sunday, John. Okay, I'm, I'm going to start with, with, with this frame. I don't think either one was a particularly great game, John. No, they really weren't. Yeah, I, I thought after the initial lead that Titans got, once the Chiefs got the lead, you had you were going to be pretty surprised if the Titans ever uh, came back to win the game. And then the Niners just strangled the Packers, so uh, it, was, it never gave them a chance. So um, it was kind of a disappointing championship Sunday. Uh, for the NFL. So what do you, what do you make of that, John? Is that, is that correct? And uh, yeah, I mean, it just mean we're going to have a better Super Bowl. I think this is a, a great matchup in the Super Bowl. You got a very potent defense and a very potent offense. Um, so yeah, this is, it should be a good matchup. Uh, the line, I think it opened up as the chiefs as a very slight favorite, at like one and a half, which I, is one of the smallest spreads of the entire postseason. Um, you know, we talked last week about how the the games were such large spreads, and and of course we both whiffed and and took dogs. Um, I think I also I think I went zero for four in my lane predictions, and I, I missed on my over under predictions as well. No, and I I thought you got the one right. Uh. I don't you, think you I took the, you took the over in the Niners game. I did take the over in that game. Did they end up getting over? Well, I I don't have the number in front of me, but wasn't the number forty nine and it was it was thirty five twenty one, wasn't it? No, no, they didn't score that much. Well, we're doing well, John. We're, yeah, we're awesome. Yeah. This is almost as good. Just to annoy a swerve, if he's listening, John, uh, I, I, I listened to Mad Dog uh, coming home uh, on my commute, which I had to start again this week. Uh, and he did NFL trivia or Super Bowl trivia. Always does this week, giving away four sets of uh, Super Bowl tickets, John, and, and airfare and hotel. He claims it's a ten thousand dollar package. You have to answer four trivia questions, and uh, kind of like uh, the people on the air were not as any better prepared than we were. John, uh, he had only given you know, when I stopped listening at six last night. He was still on the air trying to give away three sets of tickets, and he he went mad dog at one point about what the hell are you people doing, calling up and not not having done your homework because you kind of he repeats the questions. Because you don't know the answer, you know, if somebody says how many, well, this is one that they took forever to answer, John. I knew the answer, or I thought it did. So how many playoff <laughs> games did uh, Eli Manning win other than the two years they won the Super Bowl? Zero. Right. That's the answer. And they would, uh, 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 you know, and he's like, dude, not only, not only is it not hard to answer, I mean, you got it right away, but, but. I've asked it four times already over the course of the week. It, it, you know, if you don't know, look it up. Right. So, right. right. So it's kind of, yeah. So he, he was struggling and uh, people weren't doing their homework, but 
uh, I, I'm going to admit this, John, I didn't watch the end of the, the game on Sunday. So I, th- that gets me off the hook, right? Um, no, 37, 20, John, 57 points in the game. Yeah. I was just going to tell you 30, 37, 20. So you, you got the over and, and I did get the one game, right? Oh yeah, you did. I, I took the chiefs. You did uh, take the chiefs. Gave the points. Yeah. Well, so, so I was one and one, you, you were uh Oh, and two or for your parlay, one for three, which doesn't win you a lot in a parlay, John. No, I think that's a big goose egg as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, hey, John, uh, so you, you said uh, pretty much a pick em game. Uh, who are you picking a, a week ahead of time? Chiefs. Okay. I think I'm going to go Niners with no more analysis than uh, the, than the fact that Defensive team usually wins, right? Isn't that the rule of thumb? Yeah, and there's not a lot of experience on either side of the ball uh, in in Super Bowls, not even really in coaching. Um, Kyle uh-huh. Shanahan's been an offensive they, coordinator once. They, he, they, they, they both have some experience losing in Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they've both, both only been there once. Right. So, all right. Well, I, I don't know. Is Reed – with the Packers when they went as a quarterback's coach or whatever he was. I, I don't know the uh, answer to that. So here I am not bringing up something. That, so, John, uh, I listen to a bunch of podcasts, obviously, and uh, they, they, there seems to be a uh, thing in the podcast where they stop and uh, read uh, emails from listeners, John. Yeah, do we have any? Yeah, well, John, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, it sounds like a great idea. That is great. Why don't you tell everybody your email? Okay. So, so John, uh, well, I thought, I thought you would say, how would we get them? Would have been your, your first question. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm feeding you your line there, John. My bad. Okay. Go ahead, John. How would we get them? Well, you know, I don't know, John, uh, but we could obviously make them up, right? We could. Yeah. So, so not that anybody's ever done that before in this situation, right, John? Right. So, John, I have an email from one of our listeners. It says, first, <laughs> first time emailer, long time listener, ha ha. And, and it says, what I want to know is when you all pick against the spread or any other picks, what strategy do you use to determine uh, how you, you pick? Okay. So, John, do you, do, you, do you have a strategy and are you willing to give it away on, on the air? Uh, or, uh, or do you throw a dart at a board? Or? It's, well, it's completely a coin toss. Is it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> kind of feels that way sometimes, John. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't want to act like I try and do any research as often as I'm wrong. It sounds like but, I... Is that right? You, you, the thing is, you, you do actually have, have a strategy and a method, but you don't think it works well enough for you to admit to what it is. <laughs> exactly. Is that right? Well, okay. Uh, I, I, will, I will concede this. Uh, I usually, well, sometimes I do some research. Uh, sometimes I just go by gut because you keep telling me to just go with my gut, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for fall when we were picking college football games, uh, I would regularly look at uh, uh, the power rankings to see uh, what the difference was and uh, try and go with games where it looked like they didn't have 
they weren't matching up the spread with the power rankings, uh, power numbers, uh, index numbers. So uh, I, I will concede that, that I do that. And when, when we get to uh, the NCAA tournament, I, I usually uh, I look a lot at Ken Palm numbers because uh, over the years, those have been significant, particularly for national champions and final four teams. So there you go. Thank, thank you for, uh, to uh, our fictive listener for the uh, email. And uh, that was a great segue. We'll have to keep this bit up, John. No, okay. You, did, you didn't play along well enough there, John. I'm sorry. You didn't make – okay, you got two opportunities. You know, this is a setup either for you to make a joke, John, or to say something deep and significant. So <laughs> okay. you, I, I, I don't want to be mean, John, but you whiffed on both those. Okay? I did. I yeah, did. You did. So speaking of deep and significant, John, it's college basketball season. We're going to talk a lot about it in the coming six weeks, eight weeks. Well, that's right. They play in April. So, uh, yeah, we got a good eight, nine weeks, right, John? So uh, I thought the way, rather than the last couple of years, we've tried to pick games in the forthcoming week. That, that's hard to do, right, John? Uh, I thought the better way to frame our discussion is for us both to every week uh, talk about our final four and what's happened to move our final four, assuming that we're going not have the same four teams in nine weeks that we have now. So, uh, John, you you want me to start, John, or you want to hear what I have? Since you usually start, and it's not always fair. But okay. Okay. Go ahead. Well, this is what I have. I have Baylor. I have Gonzaga. So two teams that right now are pretty much one seeds. I think, I think I'm going to go crazy here, John. I think Duke. Now, Blue Bloods, right? And now here's my surprise, John. And it's not much of a surprise. I'm going to go Villanova. Okay. I'm making notes so we can rub this in your nose later. Yeah, well, I, I think I'd be careful with that if I were you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I don't. Internal. Yeah. Right. I actually only disagree with one of those picks. Really? And that's, yep. I, I, I do think Duke will. I mean, it's they got one of the best coaches in college basketball. They'll improve mm. as the season gets it gets deeper. Um, you know, obviously health is a factor for some of their players, but um, they only have three losses. It's not like they're sucking, right? Uh, I agree. Um, I'm going to go with the the hot pick, the one that everybody loves right now. Um, I'm going to go with San Diego State. Hmm. Okay, so you're 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 putting the SDS in instead of uh, uh, Villanova. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I. Okay. Didn't we have a conversation last week uh, about San Diego State and whether they'd be a one seat and that sort of thing? Or is this yeah. something that? Yeah. Um, hmm. I I I have not seen them play, so I, I you know until you do. It's hard to have the eye test, but uh, I'd be surprised if. Well, right now I wouldn't. You know, I obviously wouldn't have them in the final four. Uh, if they're a one seed, they'll win the first game, right? So, uh, 
traditionally and probably the second game. So um, they, they are more than likely going to go undefeated. Um, they don't have, right. I mean, the mountain West is not uh, loaded with, with talent. No. Uh, Nevada was last year's hot team out of right. the mountain West. They, they've obviously, uh, they lost a couple of players just due to graduation, actually. Um, I think they lost at least three, maybe four starters. Yeah. And uh, San Diego State just beat them last week uh, by 13. I mean, they haven't even had a close game, really. So that could play against them when they get into the tournament and get into the, you know, the second or third round and have to play against a team that that, uh, maybe they have to play from behind and they haven't been really had to do that all year. Could yeah. be could be a real issue, um, but right now, as well, you know, it's not just the fact that they're winning their games in their underperforming conference. It's the fact that they're dominating games that yeah. I like. They're, they are they are uh, head and shoulders above uh, everybody in that league. Uh, don't know that that will mean anything when they match up against uh, a stronger competition. So. Well, that, that's uh, so. Wow, I can't believe you agreed with me on all of those, John. Except the one, three out of four is like, wow, uh, that's weird. So yeah, it is kind yeah. of weird for us to yeah. be that, to be that close in agreement. And, and especially, uh, I mean, Baylor and Gonzaga are both ones right now, and Duke's only at two, but Duke's Duke's on a losing streak, I think. So that you jumped on board the Duke trains, uh, a little bit of a surprise. It's hard not to, you know. The crazy thing is, though, is I don't know why we didn't pick one. Neither one of us did, and there's perennially, perennially, geez, that was a, yeah. easy, easy for you to say. Yeah. Um, there's a Big Ten team in the Final Four every year. Is there? Pretty much, I think. Was out there, of the last was, fifteen was, years, there's been. Was there one last year? Like I said, I think like thirteen out of the last fifteen years. <laughs> Problem is, John, I don't think there's a – I mean, uh, the team you'd have to pick is Michigan State, and they, they lost last night to uh, an IU team you say is no good. And, you know, Purdue at home drilled them by 29. So it's hard to look at them and think that they're Final Four worthy. It is hard to look at any of the teams. I mean, do you have any faith in Illinois? No, not really. Right. That's what I'm America. saying is uh, – I. Michigan State would be the one you would probably go for, and they clearly are flawed. I can't believe they've lost two games already and who they've lost them to. Uh, so it's hard to pick. But maybe after they, they, they win the league and then win the Big Ten tournament, we'll be saying, oh, they really are that good. But right now, uh, it's hard to project them ahead and think they're – they would beat any of those teams or a bunch of other teams. I think I could name. I don't know that they're better than Kansas. I don't know that they're better than say Butler or Seton Hall. Um, maybe Louisville. Uh, so, or even Oregon. So there's a bunch of teams I, I've seen play that I think are probably at least playing better than they are. Yeah. I'd like to see uh, a team that intrigues me as the uh, season plays out is going to be Maryland. Um, you know, their two losses are on the road, which we've talked about a lot about how it's tough to win on the road in the Big Ten. 
Yeah. Our three losses in the Big Ten are all on the road. Penn State. Yeah, I was going to say, it's three losses, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Penn State, Wisconsin, Iowa, which was whiskey was a two-point game. Um, the Penn State loss doesn't sit real well, but uh, – they're, they're ranked. They've been ranked. Yeah, they're ranked. Yeah. They so, have been ranked. So, right. the, the Maryland may be the surprise Big Ten team of the year. Uh, Callen is awfully good and may be the best guard in the Big Ten. I'm not sure about their coach, but I, I think they're, they've got a guy, big guy who can dominate games. I think their problem is the same problem you see with a lot of teams. I'm not sure they have one wing shooter who you can count on. And without that, you know, uh, teams will pinch Callen and, uh, they, they won't get shots. So, uh, I mean, I watched them play. Well, I watched them play Purdue last Saturday, obviously. And uh, he did, the first half, he didn't engage shots. They uh, Eastern and Hunter shut him down. So, uh, but uh, everybody, they, they made threes. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we've talked about that. It depends. You go cold. These teams that live by the three, they die by the three. You have a cold, cold night. And, uh, you're just pretty much a cold, just a cold half. A cold half, yeah. Sometimes your toast. Last night, Michigan State got too far behind. I think in the first half. Yeah. Right. And uh, they 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 showed the stat that they shoot like thirty five percent in the first half of these uh, four last four games they lost. So yeah, you have a cold shooting half. You get down a dozen, and and it's hard to climb out of the hole. Uh, just for for listeners, it's not because you're down 12 it's the energy you expel chasing and mm-hmm. trying to make it up you it's really hard to have enough energy after all that to get over the hump and and come back yeah i look forward to the uh february 15th and february 29th games uh both maryland michigan state games uh yeah. those i think that's really going to sep- see who who the the beast of the big 10 is well i think no i think i wouldn't sleep on illinois uh they have uh you know they've got a uh, frazier's a pretty good shooter and the the freshman kid coburn uh he is a beast inside i i don't know how big tall he is but he's he's built like the shack uh and uh, can really has some inside game and block shots and uh, you know, they play tough physical defensive ball. So I, I wouldn't count them out at this point. Uh, it would be a big shock, a surprise and shock, considering nobody saw it coming. But uh, uh, I, I've seen them play several times, and uh, they, they look pretty good. Yeah, they got a really good win at Wisconsin. Uh, so that's, that's huge. Um, well, they won at Purdue the other night, too. They've got – not too many teams have two road wins in the Big Ten, in, in, in not including Northwestern, right? At this point, and they do so uh, that that helps them. So, so John, if we're kicking the Big Ten around uh, in tournament time, uh, my sleeper in the in the tournament, uh, I think Iowa could do a lot of damage uh, in the tournament. I in the Big Ten tournament or the in the in the NCAA, I think they're going to be a five or six seed. Uh, I think they can win two, three games easily. 
because uh, you know they've got that big guy that you can't stop. They've got a couple guys who sh shoot well from outside. Uh, they're not real good away from home, but that's kind of a story of the Big Ten this year, right? Yeah, right. So I, I, I I'm going to keep my eye on Iowa and where they're seated and placed uh, come tournament time because. I remember right last year, Ohio State was kind of my win a couple games out of the Big Ten team that they would be better than they were seeded, and it turned out to be true. So just my arm hurts from patting myself on the back. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, John, I choked you up. Uh, is that enough? Or you got anything else up your sleeve? Uh, no, that's that's my nuggets. Yeah. And, and I and I forgot already. What did I say I was going to put on the lead that we, was so funny that uh, we we grab listeners? <laughs> I, I forget too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must have been a gem. It was All a right. real doozy. It was. It was great stuff. All right, John. Great, great talking to you. Um, you get your hoops fixed this weekend, and uh, we'll be back next weekend uh, with all kinds of Super Bowl trivia, Super Bowl picks. Uh, and uh, more more mail from our non-listeners and uh, maybe even some recipes for the Super Bowl because John's famous for one of his, right? So, yeah, the chili. Yep. Everybody yep. loves the chili. All right, John. Have a good weekend. All right, Steve, you too. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye. Bye.